Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always, he's got at least two warts on his cock. It's Zachary! Zachary! So dumb. Although, yeah. you would know. I would so. know. I would, would know. know. I, there's honestly too many to count. That's why I just said there's at least. <laughs> at there's least a, two. At least two. At that least does two. cover it all, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I wanna, as, as do the warts. I want to make... It covers it all. I wanted to make sure to be, you know, ultra technical about it. Uh, uh-huh. How are you doing this week, pal? Uh, I am... You know, honestly, I'm doing good. Good? Uh, Yeah, Life's been life's been chilling. Getting yeah. really getting used to my new life balance thing that's happening with work, which I'm not gonna bore you. I'll spare you guys the details, but it's tight. I'm just kind of like falling into this new routine, and it's it's feeling right. That's good. You're getting used to the new position and the workflow and everything. Then yes, like some things are taking me a little longer than than I thought, but others are going faster. And it's just really a matter of like finding my flow to like manage my time better. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's working out. I'm, Fair I'm enough. liking it quite a bit. That's good stuff. Yeah. You, what's really cool is we're in the middle of the day and like I worked for a good chunk of the day. Uh-huh. Took a break to make some food. I watched this episode of Game of Thrones. You just got to do, do whatever you want. Yeah, gonna record with you, and then when I'm done, I'm gonna finish up the last of the work I have to do. Like it's just, it's cool, it's cool. To, I to I I don't think I don't think I could do it like that. Like I I if I'm gonna be working, I just want to like get it all done and over with. I don't like to like break it up like that. I you're, I have you're into that. I have felt like that, and I have mm-hmm. like kind of stressed myself out because I think uh, like I mean that's just how I've that's right. how work sure. has always been, but. The 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 very nice like those times where you're like man I could really just like step away right now and mm. like th- like that would be really good for me. Uh, I can do that. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's it's yeah it's 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 really nice. It is. I just have to obviously hold myself accountable to like right. actually like you know get through it, which I haven't had any issues with that. So See, it's, it's I good. say I would probably like just to to get it all over and done with, but. I am also a, a serial procrastinator at times as well. So who knows? Who knows how that would go? Also, excuse me. You 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 uh you talking some shit about me or you try trying to say that I am a serial procrastinator cuz that's just not that's just not true. No, I didn't even remotely say that. What the fuck are you talking about? I you said, said I am also a remo- a, a, a procrastinator. Yeah, also as in I claimed I would want to get it all over the place, but I'm also a serial procrastinator, so I probably wouldn't. Oh. You are fucking really defensive and sensitive, <laughs> bud. That was I <laughs> hey man, maybe I have a complex, okay? Yeah, maybe. I think uh, I think maybe something is going on for you there because that was not even a remotely I'll talk to my therapist. About it. Yeah, talk to your therapist. Uh tell her I don't know who your therapist you tell your therapist that you're a bitch. From Scott well, with love. That's uh that's a <laughs> is frequent that what you conversation. Do? Is that, is that <laughs> how therapy works? I don't, I don't know. 
Hey, Scotty, how you doing today? Man? Uh, I am fine. Zach is right. It is. I feel like I'm going to be more. Uh, maybe low key and more of a bitch, more of a bitch, more tired sounding this episode because we don't usually. Re- it's not the middle of the day. Like we're, we're exa- it's the evening technically. Yeah, but uh, we normally record much later at night. Um, so I just feel, but it's fine. I just I'm not used to it. Uh, but I'm glad it's working out for you, pal. Thanks, bud. Uh, other than that, you know, it's things. Things are the way that they are. They are the way that they are. That's, that is that is how that is. You know, that's how that works, right? I feel like whenever we have these like openings. Where it's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's it's good. Like yeah. living life, things are fine. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like corny ass like office talk. Yeah, like like oh, hey, yeah. like how are things? I'll live in the dream. Like- I fucking I live <laughs> for the the corny office talk dude. cliches, dude. Like I I've gotten to it. a point where I just I lean into it way harder. Or it's like I I only speak in cliches at work. Like it's oh like ah God. another day another dollar. You know what I'm saying? And just oh like my God. I fucking I fucking live for that shit. I'm I'm trying to like roll it over into like past the lame and cringe territory where it's now like fun and ironic. I don't know if I succeed, but that's li- I I literally only is it speak like your love for Nickelback? I, I don't really have a love for Creed. Now, if you had said Creed, that would have been. Well, yeah, see, but I can't give you shit about Creed because I also low-key love <laughs> well, Creed. Well, I don't like Nickelback, though, oh. so you can't give me shit about oh, that either. Okay. Uh, but yes, similar to that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, anyway. We've got we've got a couple things to talk about here, Scotty. Oh, do we? Um, yeah. So, Well, one of them being Game of Thrones, in case you didn't nah, know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that here. Uh. But the other thing is, uh, this week, it has been said, it has been released, that HBO and Warner Bros. are kind of finalizing on a deal with uh, J.K. Rowling um, to potentially do a Harry Potter series. Yeah, like a reboot, right? Yeah, where where each... uh, each book, or well, each each school year, I should say, not each book, because the last one is split into two, but each each school year would be one season long, and uh, that's that's some that's some news, because I didn't think that we would see something like that for like a long time. I don't know why you would think that they they fucking there are no new ideas in the entertainment world. It's everything is just recycled and well, sure, but I I guess it's just like I I guess what I'm saying is like like these pivotal and like staple cultural like I guess pieces right usually have have a longer uh like turnaround time before that that'll happen maybe like Lord of the Rings is not is not getting a fucking a remake of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they kind of tried though. I mean, they they knew better than that. They, they thankfully uh they tried to kind of just do their own thing. I here's here's my big takeaway from this cuz I did see this news as well and I am just of the opinion of yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. 
because they've also like greenlit and finalized like 16 different world of ice and fire shows sure uh and we've only gotten one obviously one spinoff house of the dragon uh did you see that uh thousand ships seems to have been gotten shelved no i didn't hear that but (sighs) again that that proves my point that one would have been so cool that one would have been cool there was the Jon snow one which i still don't know what that would have even been about that's my least fate well that one is still still moving forward yeah again and i and i well i'll believe it when i see up it. until now it's still moving forward but like uh, that's the one i'm the least excited about is it supposed to be like a sequel a com- a direct continuation from like where john like where we leave john snow i just don't i don't Re- get it regardless uh I'll believe it when I see it. Um, sure. I, I'm, I am sure that there is interest and that they would like to do these things. And maybe they are, uh, you know, emboldened probably by the success of House of the Dragon uh, to keep rehashing and spinning off these properties. Uh, but until, you know, until something gets closer, I'm just also like... Is anyone going to be even, I feel like Harry Potter fans, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they have so much emotional attachment to that original cast. Like that, that I was going to tell you that that's, that's maybe one of the biggest, I think, obstacles hurdles. in my brain. Yeah. Cause yeah. And, like and how not, could, not how could anyone like, replace them? You know, not the three I'm okay with with Harry Ron Hermione getting replaced. Well, I mean, you have to, yeah. Well, sure, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, the rest of the cast is really, really good. Yeah. Um, And just, like, I, I don't know, I, it, it would just be extremely difficult to, like... Like, how that. do you recast Snape, possibly? Amanda is petitioning for Adam Driver, and I'm like, he's not fucking British. He's okay. not old enough. Well, I mean, he he could be. I guess, yeah. That's, uh, that depending on when this strict criteria. Yeah. Listen, like it can be done. Um, every time I think, uh, like I'll use an example of uh, of a thing I think that does this really well, where it's like every time I think there's like, oh, like Batman, like oh, you, there will never be a better Alfred than Michael Caine. Like, not that. Uh, Jeremy Irons was better, but it's like Jeremy Irons came along and did just a fantastic job. Or sure. uh, uh, what's the uh, Commissioner Gordon, where it's like, oh, no one will touch. Uh, where is the Commissioner? <laughs> That's a different thing. No one will touch. Uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, I love th- we love this actor. What is his name? Gordon in Nolan's trilogy. Uh, in Oh. Uh... Wait, hold on. Help me out here, Zach. What do you mean? Wait, hold on. I'm tr- I'm thinking. He's the bad guy in Air Force One. Tinker Taylor, soldier spy. The fuck is his name? Anyway, the point wait, being. Wait, hold on. The- you got me completely. <laughs> do I have you bamboozled right now? <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Man. I'm picturing somebody not. Do you not even know who I'm talking about? Tinker Taylor. Uh, Tinker Taylor. Wait, Tinker 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 soldier Tinker. spy. Is uh is Sirius Black, right? No, it's wait, no, yes, it's, it's the same actor. What is Sirius Black's name? 
Dude, I, I can't think Zachary, right now. Oh my god, you are oh actually killing me. Regardless, get the point. You're like you're like having a strong it's, over here. It's Gary. Oldman? Gary Oldman, Jesus. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Gary Oldman. No one could be better than Gary Oldman. And then Jeffrey Wright, you know, does a fantastic job in the Batman. So the point being, oh, and also. I said Jeremy Irons, but I totally forgot it about Andy Circus. Andy Circus, dude. Too. Anyway, oh, yeah. Uh, the point being is that it can be done. Um, it just has to be done very carefully and with purpose. My point was that just that I feel specifically the Harry Potter fans that I've talked to hold such a strong connection to those that cast and those characters. Yeah. That yeah, the 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 ones that I think would be unbelievably difficult for me are Maggie Smith and like as McGonagall, McGonagall and yeah. uh, and Hagrid. Yeah. Well, uh just and and honestly Snape too. I mean uh, obviously uh Alan Rickman is yeah. an absolute legend. But we I would love to 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 talk like a potential casting for for this with you mm-hmm. like at some point cuz really I think that that's a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh but but, but that's you're not saving what we're here that to do. for a Death Wish podcast probably. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that's not what we're here to do right now. Oh, oh, well, what are we here to do, Zach? Well, we're here to fucking circle jerk and talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah, boy. Uh, this is season six, episode five, The Door, uh, a very infamous, I would say, uh, well-known, infamous. like just a well-known episode of, of Game of Thrones, especially of this season. Um, are you ready to jump in here so we can talk about it? Yeah, man. Let's do the goddamn let's thing. Let's tell us what happens. It. I'm going to tell us what happens. We begin with Sansa and Brienne meeting with Littlefinger in Molestown. Sansa says that either he knew what a monster Ramsay was and is her enemy or didn't know and is an idiot. He tells her that the Knights of the Vale are at Moat Kaelin waiting to fight for her and that he'll do anything for her. She contemplates having Brienne kill him, but ultimately allows him to leave, saying she never wants to see him again. As he leaves, he says her uncle the Blackfish has retaken Riverrun, and she should get his army to help her as well. He also manages to seed some doubt about Jon, because he's only her half-brother. In Braavos, Arya and the Waif are bowstaff training, and despite Arya improving, the Waif still beats her ass. Uh, Jacken gives Arya a history lesson on the Faceless Men and a new target to kill, an actress named Lady Crane. Jacken makes it clear that this is her final chance. Arya watches the play that Lady Crane is in, which is a ridiculous version of what's been happening in Westeros, from Bobby B's death to Tyrion being Hand of the King. After spying backstage, Arya tells Jacken that she will poison the rum that Lady Crane drinks but she's hesitant because she seems like a good person. Jacken tells her the price was paid and to not ask questions. Uh, Beyond the wall in the Weirwood Cave, Cracklin' Oatbran be vision questing again. This time he sees the Children of the Forest create the first White Walker by sticking dragon glass into a man's chest. When Bran wakes up, he asks why they did this, and the girl child tells him they were desperate because they were losing the war against men. On the Iron Islands, Yara steps forward to claim the crown at the King's Moot and gets some support, but others ask for Theon since he is the male heir. Theon speaks for Yara and fully backs her as queen, 
when Bam Marge, I mean, Euron Greyjoy, <laughs> steps up to claim the throne. Yara immediately accuses Euron of killing Balon, and he's like, oh, most definitely it was me. He proposes to build an enormous fleet and take it to Daenerys and become her husband to conquer Westeros with her. The Ironborn are into this idea and make him king. As Euron is being crowned, Yara and Theon are like, hey, that Daenerys idea was pretty solid. We should go do that instead. This is you. Yeah, we should go do that instead. I <laughs> uh, see. I was actually petitioning the fact that you always make me read the vi- the vase vice yeah do- Dothrak stuff. and intentionally so. It's because you don't know how to say it. Get used to it. <laughs> At vice Dothrak, Jorah shows Daenerys his grayscale, and she commands him to find a cure and return to her before she rides out as the head of her new Kalasar. In Marine, the killings have stopped, and there's a fragile peace for now. Tyrion decides that Daenerys needs some better PR and meets with a high priestess of the Lord of Light named Kim- Kinvara. I must have missed her name because I do not recognize that uh, at all. Uh, to help spread the good word of the Dragon Queen. Kinvara is all in, but Varys is not a fan uh, and calls out the whole religion on their bullshit with Stannis. She recounts the same story Varys told Tyrion about the voice he heard during his mutilation and the fact that she knows this obviously rattles Varys. She says that they, are, that they are all on the same side and that she will help them. Back in the Weirwood Cave, Bran goes YOLO SOLO. <laughs> God damn it. I'm glad I was able to read that fluidly. Hell yeah, you nailed it, brother. <laughs> YOLO solo vision questing. Dude, that would be a great video game. True. YOLO solo vision quest. Uh, While the three-eyed raven is snoozing, Mm. he sees the army of the dead and the White Walkers, and the Night King sees him. He grabs Bran and marks him as Bran wakes up, and the three-eyed raven says the Night King can now get in and will come for Bran. They prepare to leave, and the three-eyed raven says that Bran must now become him even though he is not ready. At the wall, Jon says they must take Winterfell, but do not have enough men. Davos and Sansa argue a bit about what needs to be done, but in the end, they agree to start trying to muster. I love that. That's for Amanda. That's for Amanda. Love you, Amanda. The smaller northern houses to their cause, while Brienne goes to the Blackfish at Riverwind. Oh, and Sansa made her and Jon uh, fancy new wolf duds duds hell yeah what are duds that's like their clothes that's oh i didn't realize they were called duds <laughs> that's, that's probably very old timey scott speak like jesus. supper jesus fit is that what the kids would call it these days they're fit <laughs> the fit the drip the drip yeah 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 <laughs> look at that fucking drippy look wolf the, dud. oh they are dri- <laughs> they're looking pretty drippy is that what you say <laughs> yeah Back at the Weirwood Cave, the White Walkers have arrived and the children of the forest try to hold them off as the others escape. As Mira screams for him to wake up and help, Bran wargs into Hodor while he's still in his YOLO solo vision quest, where young Hodor is. As they are escaping out the back door, Mira kills a White Walker. Good on her. That's a big deal. 
The Night King kills the three-eyed raven, and for the remaining children, excuse me, and the remaining children of the forest, plus Summer die, it's very sad, mm. defending Bran. Bran and Mira escape, and Hodor holds the door. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He do be doing that. He do be holding that door. He do be doing it. Um, <laughs> I can't. For some reason, Zach just sent me a message in, in Skype that just says, Bam Margegreya? How am I supposed to pronounce Bam this, Margregera. Margregera? What yeah. does this mean, Zachary? I mean, this is... This is uh this is the man that we're seeing on the screen. Euron. Where is the Euron? Well, it's just Bam. Yar Greyjoy. <laughs> That's Yara. Yara is in there. No, it's Gray for Greyjoy. Mar Gray Jera. I'm so Margera. Why but did just you putting Gray in there? Why did you feel the need to message me <laughs> separately? That <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, let's start at this top because we always ask where we're gonna start, and then we just start there anyway. Yeah, let's um, do it. Sansa gets this uh, letter. Obviously, goes to the wolf town. Yo, oh, by the way, hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I already got to cut you off. Hit me. Have you ever seen a more pristine looking fucking roll of parchment? It and did look pretty pristine. It was now like that you mentioned perfect. It. <laughs> he had it in like a hyperbaric time chamber while yeah, delivering dude. that shit. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, meets with Littlefinger, and uh, the second that. Brienne walks in behind her. Littlefinger is like, oh, shit, this, this, <laughs> this does not look great for your boy. Uh, Sansa, obviously very cold, uh, threatens to kill him. Uh, probably, probably should have. Uh, but she does not. They talk. He's like, I've got the Knights of the Vale. They'll fight for you. Hey, also the Blackfish, your uncle has retaken River Run. You should get his army too. And, you know, he's kind of generally doing little finger things where he, you know, sows doubt and, you know, kind of. Sure. Uh, just like misdirections everywhere, you know, all right. kinds of shenanigans. The, the things that he does. Right. And I, I just want to make sure, like, it's not to over, like, this. I, I guess I don't want this discussion to overshadow Sansa and no. her like the way that she carries her. I love this. Like this is I, great I, scene, I, yeah. this the, the past couple seasons we've seen like a tremendous amount of growth from Sansa mm-hmm. and it's it's not a super common occurrence uh for her to be in this type of position where she gets to like face her enemy. No, for sure. And and like have a dialogue with him. Where free where she very clearly has the upper hand. That's right. Very new Tr- for her. Truly. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's just good to see. I mean, good yeah. for Sansa. Great on Sophie Turner for like acting the hell out of this. She does mm-hmm. she does a great job. Um yeah, it's just a powerful scene for her. And I think it's it's well deserved and well earned from from the from like the shit that she's had to go through. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, and also like Dude, the the scared little finger face is like one of my favorites. I love when he's just like, oh, "Shit, this is not great." 
Yeah, he's he's in a bad way, but like I do there's there's a part of me that respects that the dude is just willing to do anything. Like he has no qualms about like yeah, I'll beg for my life. Like I don't care. He will do whatever to further his own, you know, agenda. Right. Whatever it takes. Uh like there's right. no you know, he always used to make fun of Ned Stark and his honor, you know, and all that bullshit. Like, he's not tied down to anything like that. Uh, but yeah, so- Sophie Turner and and Sansa in the scene are awesome because, yeah, she is in, like, complete control for, again, maybe the first time ever in, like, a situation like this. For sure with Littlefinger. At the very least in a situation this confrontational. Right, exactly. Um. Yeah, I mean, because, like, she, she definitely displayed, like, some control, like, when she was lying to yes. the people in the veil. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, this is just a different... This one just hits differently, right. and, and, I, and I like it. Right. Um, um, go ahead. Sorry, did you have something else to say no, about no, no, that? No, I wasn't. Uh, other thing here... Is that the fucking Blackfish's music I hear? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dude. Dude, I totally forgot. Totally forgot, dude. The Blackfish uh, makes a reappearance this Lives. season. Uh, and I am so stoked for that That now. Just the thought Fuck of him yes. coming back into the series and I know what that brings. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait for that episode now. That's my fucking guy. Yeah, dude. Uh, he, he's so, like, he's so short-lived. Yeah. In yeah, this truly, it, truly. it's it's insane, but I I am so drawn to him. He's such a badass. As as Davos says later in the episode, the Blackfish is a legend, and I'm like, fuck yes, he is. Real recognizes real, you know. Like Davos <laughs> is like the Blackfish yeah. is a legend, and I'm like, fuck yes, he is. Davos, you know, you're a legend, my guy. Uh, both right. legends. Uh, you're a hundred percent right, Zach. When they when they when he name dropped the Blackfish, I was like, oh, that's right. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh but again, like I said, Littlefinger kind of the dude never misses an opportunity, despite being clearly uh a little out of his depth and not in control in this scene, he still manages just to like Oh, you're you mean your half brother's army? Oh yeah, well Your brother? And then she's like she thinks about it and he's like, Your half brother? Yeah. The dude never misses an opportunity to uh to be a fucker to be a fucker exactly so yeah. uh you know he st- he still gets his shots in um this bravo stuff i quite like most of this uh okay you know the training is whatever but uh just this lady crane and uh the play is is very fun and funny and uh just kind of the very skewed way the events are being depicted uh i think is just very funny and believable that this you know this kind of thing would happen um Arya just kind of sitting there frowning at the entire thing because obviously she does not like how ned is being portrayed and etc uh but I just think this this whole scene is is just very uh, a fun look into kind of like maybe yeah, how the East also, views this stuff. Like the the humor put aside, it it gets a little like 
uh, dark and heavy. Oh, to sure. see, just to see Arya, like dealing with mm. that that trauma. Yeah, I mean, because that's like, that's got to be tough to relive, like the the chopping off the head right, scene, right. the execution. Yeah. Ooh, man, yeah, and uh, it definitely affects her. And I I really like that, like. Okay, so there's a lot that I don't like about the whole, like, faceless men training mm-hmm. stuff that, like, Ari has been going through. But one thing that I, I do appreciate is that we do still get these moments of, like, hey, we're going to check back in with, with Arya for a second. Sure. Instead of this, like, like this fake persona that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of those moments. It's just really real and that's the aria that i love yes. and it's just so it's just refreshing to like to feel those things cuz like when when she's like putting on the whole like like a, a girl, a girl is, is no, is one, no one no it, it's it's just, she's just not enjoyable that's a like, really it, good call out zach that's a really good call out because this is more we do get this glimpse of actual aria which yeah. has been mostly absent for quite right. a while Right. And uh, and it's it's only the times when when actual Arya resurfaces that I kind of check back in with the storyline and I'm like, hell yeah. 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 And and this is this is one of those moments. So for sure. Um yeah. I'm not sure I needed a a real tight close up of the warty dick, but <laughs> you know, I guess I, I guess we that's what we're doing here, you know. Yeah. We got yeah, yeah. equal equal opportunity. We see we see the, you know, the boobies and then we got to see a cock as well, I guess. That's that's how that goes. Yeah. Uh, last thing, last thing I yeah. have to say this say this. Um Arya has really got to step up her like spy game. She's so bad at it. She literally stops like like 5 feet she- away <laughs> and just stares. Like also, she just, just stares. She's so not subtle with Jacken too. Also, yeah. just like when she's talking to him, and she's she's just so obvious about like everything she's thinking and saying. It's just written all over her face, and I'm just like, you're kind of real not slick, Arya. Like you gotta get better <laughs> at this. You are so yeah, not dude. slick. Uh, also, I just I think it's hilarious that. She thinks Lady Crane's a good person because she was like joking around with that guy about rum and you know them having sex and like that's what makes Arya think she's she's a good person apparently. Yeah. I just find that that idea very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, regardless, uh I I am usually bored a lot of times of the Arya and Bravo stuff, but I I had fun with this section. So um For sure. That's good, I guess. What do you want to do all the weirwood cave stuff at the end? Do you want to do it all in one shot or do you want to hit it as it kind of comes in the episode? No, Leah, let's do it all at the end. Okay. Uh so the Iron Islands then. This is the the very, very exciting King's Moot. We love the Iron Islands. It's it's so very exciting. Uh <laughs> it's why it's just so I just don't care. It just falls so flat. Yes. <laughs> it's like like it's... and it's so disappointing because I I've said this many times on the podcast and many times just you and I chatting. Mm-hmm. 
like in theory, I like so much of this stuff. Like on paper, in black and white, it's like it's a cool concept. The whole like iron born, pay the iron price, mm-hmm. like just that that whole like idea of like we're hard men and women. Uh and it it's like it should be cool. Uh it's... and he, even like the the king's moot, like where you you elect your leader and then you like drown them and they have to be able to make it back right, while yeah, there's yeah. just like cool speech happening over it. All of that should be so cool in theory, but dude, it's just so flat for me. Like yeah. it it doesn't fucking stick the landing ever. They they really just go back and forth like stealing each other's ideas throughout this whole sequence. Yara's like, "I'm going to build a giant fleet." And Yara's like, "No, I'm going to build a giant fleet." And then I'm going to take it to Daenerys. And then Yara's like, "Actually, I'm fuck you. I'm going to get to Daenerys first. We're going to leave while you're doing your drown thing." And then just when he comes up after the drowning thing and he just like Hey, where are my niece and nephew? Let's go murder them. And everyone's like, it's fuck so yeah. It's so fucking bad, I'm dude. like, what? Yeah. It's, it's so, so stupid. Why is everyone, including this like holy man, Aaron, who is uh, Euron's brother, Euron and Balon's brother, who's like a priest of the drowned god. He's like, yeah, killing family members. Let's fucking go. And I'm just like, this is dumb. Yeah, this it's, is just it's, really dumb. Also, what what did you think they were gonna do, dipshit? Of course, they stole your ships and fucking left while you weren't paying attention. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, so hey, good on Yara and Theon. Yes, good, just go on. You know, good, good, good for y'all. for them. Hell yeah! I mean, absolutely, you should do that. Bam Margera's dumb as hell. Uh, for not seeing that one coming. Uh, anyway, uh, the- <laughs> he does sure take a lot of jabs at Theon not having a dick anymore, though. That's- of course he does. Yeah. And it's like, oh, did I mention my cock is huge? <laughs> uh, it doesn't have warts on it either, I swear. <laughs> I swear, you guys. Uh, no, 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 that's not a wart. That's no, a, it's an ingrown hair. <laughs> it's from shaving too much. <laughs> no way this dude manscapes. Absolutely zero <laughs> shot. Uh, the Vase Dothrak thing is very quick. It's mainly just Jorah. Uh, I I hate the scene. Why Why do you hate it, Zach? Talk to me. Because I hate Jorah. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> no, honestly, it's not even because I hate Danny. Because, like, I'd li- I think I like Danny more than I like Jorah. If I'm being totally honest. Uh... Boy, you might be right. Wow. Yeah, it's. I think it's just the Jorah thing. I like his like his confession of love to her is uncomfortable. I don't like it. Um, the dude is obsessed. But like, here's the thing: if this guy was really selfless, which he that's like that that's a reason that many people do love him. Sure. <clears throat> is that like he would do anything? Why does he feel the need to rescue her and then be like, "Here, look, I'm gonna go die now." Like, yeah, I love you. I'm gonna, let me just make you feel bad real quick, and then, yeah. and then I'm gonna like it's it it doesn't it, yeah. it's not 
That's not what you do when you're in love with somebody. That's what you do when you manipulate somebody. Like, so either he's a piece of shit, which he's not. I don't think he is. I, 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 I don't believe that. So I think that this is a bad scene because it's not true to the, the true love that he does, although it's uncomfortable, does feel that. You know, I, I just, I think it's stupid. It's like he wants her to feel sorry for him. Yes. And it's yeah, just absolutely. like uncomfortable for everyone. And yeah, just her whole, like, I command you to cure and come back to me and I need you by my side to conquer the seven kingdoms. And I'm just like, you really. You like, imagine, know. imagine like having, obviously it's not breaking up because they were not together, but like with somebody that you love and then being like, well. I, I've always loved you, and you don't want me around you. Uh, also, I have cancer, so I'm going to just, like, go die now. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's not okay. <laughs> you know, the way you're describing this scene, like, I didn't think much of this scene watching it, but like the way this. you're describing it is like, yeah, no, this scene is not good. It's fucking terrible. Um, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, the Jorah... <sighs> The doctor told me I have six weeks How? to live. I'm f- <laughs> I hope you fucking feel great now. This is so <laughs> what bad. What the fuck, dude? When? How did? I never realized how cringe Jora is until this watch through. Yeah. Dude. What is wrong with us? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. He's kind of not okay. He's fucking. Terrible. Uh. Hey. Good for Daenerys though. She's got this huge badass Kalasar now. She does. And uh, she's right she now. She's fucking moving. Uh, always makes me happy. Uh, you know our thoughts on Daenerys, but it always makes me happy when her story is going places is and doing progressing. Something. Yeah, yes. totally. Something is happening. Totally, so, totally agree. Good for that. Uh, the Marine thing, less is happening. Uh, it's just it's just Tyrion's like we need better PR. Uh, so. So let's get um, some fanatics, some religious to fanatics to help us, because that has never gone wrong for anyone ever. Uh, Varys, to his credit, is not about that. Uh, And I appreciate that, because... I love when Varys is like, like, oh, but you're always right, because it's always the Lord's will. When (laughs) him calling them out on that, I loved so much, because he's like... Oh, but you can never really be wrong, right? Kind of defeat the point of being a fanatic, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm like, dude, fuck yes, Varys, you're my boy. But then she pulls this magical bullshit Uno reverse card on him, and I didn't like that so much. Dude, his face is appalled. I don't like Varys being... Like rattled and like on, outdone like, like that? outdone yeah. like that. No, I don't like it. I like yeah, Varys too much. It's fucking weird. This doesn't it, happen to he him. Really, truly is like. <laughs> yes, he makes exactly that face. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry for you listeners. Yeah, just for the go listeners. watch the YouTube. I guess if you exact did the exact Varus face. Um, but yeah, I just again. I don't love this idea from Tyrion's perspective. And I think Varys is right. And that's. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much all I've got to say about this. Do you have anything about Marine? You love Marine. So tell me about Marine. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Uh, 
<laughs> the wall. Yeah, Stuck going back wall. to the wall. Uh, so we get uh, John. Um, well, we get all of them really just talking yeah. about how they just they don't have enough people. Yeah, they need more uh, peeps. They they need they need more peeps mm-hmm. in who you know they need to their, muster in their army. They need yeah. to do the mustering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, everybody listening, you guys need to go play the Game of Thrones board game. It's real it's good. It is, and you you will get to muster your own as well. I love strategy board games, and that is a real good one. Yeah, it is not as intimidating as it seems. By the way, like when you first start learning the rules, like it seems extremely complicated, and it you'll probably be overwhelmed. But it's I don't think it's as bad as it appears to be at first. No, and it's anyway. it's it's like the most balanced strategy war game I've ever played. Yeah, it's it's very good. It really is good. Anyway, um, yeah, <clears throat> I love I love the Stavos and Sansa interaction. Um. Because I think they both are making very good points. Mm-hmm. Um, Talking about the Northmen, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, how Sansa's like, oh, no, people in the North are different. And they'll rally to John and blah, blah. And Davos is kind of just like, you know, maybe, but men are men. Also, like, you know, they'll kind of just, I've been all over the, you know, this land and seen all kinds of people. and. Generally speaking, I kind of know how they're going to be, how they're going to act. Right. And, um, you know, I think it's just they talk it out. It's not like, you know, they're, uh, they, you know, they're pretty not much. Argue. No, oh, they're not like, like, they're not mad. Right. They're not mad. Just... They pretty much come to an agreement on, on what they need to do. But I, I, I just lo- enjoy the scene of them kind of talking it out and hashing it out. And John is kind of just. <laughs> My boy, I love you to death, but he's just kind of standing there, like looking back and forth between them, like, oh, they're kind of, I'm, I'm a little, I feel a little out of my depth here with these yeah. two, and I just, I find that very funny because we have praised John a lot these last couple seasons, and but at the same time, Sansa and Davos are kind of like strategically and like, uh, you he know, hasn't like, been put in a lot of positions where he has to be like 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 politicking or like yes. strategizing politicking wise these two are like putting him to shame a little bit and he's yeah. he's realizing that and i i just think his reaction to it is very fun yeah, uh definitely but yeah they're gonna basically the what they agree to do is they're gonna try and rally the smaller northern houses uh then to maybe get some of the bigger houses to their cause because uh, they think the Karstarks and the Umbers are probably lost cause at this point. But they just, again, the Manderleys are the most ignored house in this show, and it makes me so mad. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Sansa's looking real hot in her new fit. Uh, I'm so glad that you're the one that said it and not yeah, me, because I'm usually, always the one that says it. You're, you're always the one that says it. I thought I'd give you a break because it's true. Uh, her new fit is real good. And she looks real good in it. Big fan. Uh, yeah, she works it, man. John, she made John the the Ned Stark inspired big fur drippy. cloak too. Yeah, they're being they're real drippy. They're dripping drippy all dud. over the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> the the bit at the end here with Ed is so fucking oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> where 
he wants to deny being Lord of Commander, and then he looks around at all the other fuckheads around him and is just like, yeah, I better just kind of take that one. I'll just, I'll just have to wear that one. <laughs> yeah, close go the close gate. the fucking yeah, door. Yeah, go close the gate. Very, very good. Uh, this will always, this podcast will always be uh, an Ed appreciation space. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. Mace appreciation space. Oh, yes. And Dolorous Ed and appreciation Ed, space. For sure. Uh, anything else about this wall scene from you, Zach? Uh, no. I mean, that's, honestly, that's pretty much everything. Oh, real quick, what do you think about Sansa lying uh, about how she knew about the River Run thing? I, I, mean, I, I what's your take on this? I think it's... You think, think it's, it's just the right move. You think it's just her. She's learned to just keep things closer, play things closer to the vest these days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you don't <clears> think <throat> this is like part of what Littlefinger wants, like his manipulation? Well, I mean, it, it both could be true. Sure. Um, he could have planted the seed and she followed through of it, but for her own reasons, like, uh, yeah, I I don't think it's inherently like a keep things from John type of thing because of what Littlefinger said. But I do think she's just trying to keep her hands close and maybe just maybe she doesn't know that like if John will be okay with her like having a relationship with Littlefinger, sure. getting information from him, like Maybe less a John thing and more just the others. She's not as sure about them and is possibly yeah. What is that? What you think or, or I don't you know? Think, you think Littlefinger got to her? I think Littlefinger got to her a little bit. Uh, okay. And I think she is. She is like you know, for all she professes to Brienne about like, oh, John will protect me. Like, yeah, I I, I do think she truly believes that, but also maybe there is part of her that worries about you know down the line is there going to be problems between me and john for the north you know right i i I certainly think there could be a part of her that is thinking about that about you know that that might be true like because even even the way that it is framed and shot when davos is like well, he doesn't have the Stark name. And right. She's like, no, but I do. Exactly. And that's exactly why I right. think that. I, I, I think there is some cracks, a little bit of tension, even though it's, it's, it's not, you know. It's not intentional. It's not maybe intentional. It's not maybe huge. Like, nothing's blowing up yet. But I think there, there's at least the very least some possibility of, well, if this all goes to plan and we all come out of this okay, <clears throat> who's going to rule the North here? You know? Yeah. Is it going to be me? Is it going to be John? We know it's not going to be fucking Rick on. Nobody thinks that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted your take on that because that's, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Sure. Um, let's uh, hit Beyond the Wall, the Weirwood Cave. So there's three scenes here. Uh. The first one is the creation of the White Walkers. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Can I... I just want to say this now before we dive into this yeah. whole everything. Mm-hmm. Watching this for the first time, 
and this and then the the, the other scenes we're going to discuss. I can't tell you like how much like so many emotions like relief um speculation <clears throat> uh confusion yeah like wonder especially with the following scenes we're going to discuss um like for so long I've just I've wanted there I just wanted there to be like substance to the white walk and part of their appeal is that they don't have any right sure. part of their appeal is that they are just the, the mystery these, behind it yeah the, the mystery and like these just fucking killing machines but <clears throat> in my head i had always felt like if any show can give us a backstory and and make it interesting it's this sure you know? Uh, so I really, really wanted that, and and I am a little disappointed that we don't get that. But I am also appreciative that it still holds to like this mystery. Like, I mean, they're basically the Frankenstein monster. Like, yeah, like they're created, and then it's used against them. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just that there was just uh, <clears throat> this episode in particular. First time ever watching it, I felt so many different things all at once. Yeah. Like, m- like more above and beyond like most other Game of Thrones episodes. Right. This was like, there was so much like speculation and like, what the fuck was that? Like after yes. you know this this episode because because we did get so much surrounding like. Brand's powers and the uh not only like the implication of of what he can do but but the history here with like yeah basically the the children of the forest you know uh their backs were against the wall and they chose the nuclear option and it backfired on them yeah um i i found it a little weird on this viewing i'm like why I, I I'm I'm a little confused as to and I guess it's it's you know it's magic so I guess it doesn't really matter but it's like <laughs> why does like sticking dragon glass in them make them white walkers but also if you stab them with dragon glass that kills them I don't really get <clears throat> the logic behind that sure yeah like it that that is dragon like I'm not wrong in assuming yeah, that, I that mean, is it's, dragon it, glass I'm sure it's Im- imbibed them, right? with like some magic. Sure. Like it's not just sticking in with dragon glass. Right. Uh but uh but yeah, I think that's uh, I still get hung up. I hate their redesign so much. Uh but this scene oh, is the very children cool. of the forest. Yeah, the children of the forest. Yeah. Um we've talked about that before there, so I won't belabor that point. But just seeing this like weird place, you know, completely like normal weather looks you know like like fall or you know whatever and then when we come back to it and it's you know completely wintered yeah iced over and the army of the dead is here it's just it's and just bran walking through the army of the dead is just very kind of like somber and chilling and you know a creepy all-around moment um yes that i did enjoy as well so I I would like to <clears throat> add in a thought and uh, kind of a continuation of what I was saying earlier. 
the f- the first time watching mm-hmm. the this episode I think brought so much to the table mm-hmm. and usually I tend to like things more the second time watching when it's like that but I don't think I felt that way with this um or with some parts of this sure uh <clears throat> like yeah, some of it, I don't know. I, I guess I can't really put my finger on it, but, like, there's just some things that were, well, like, it made me go, like, well, how does that work? I mean, how does that actually work? Right, like, ex- like, like, I don't like I'm doing it. with the, the <laughs> yeah. dragon glass thing. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a, a big one. No, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm kind of 100% with you because there's another <laughs> little thing here that's bugging me. And it's 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 the final scene, so not to skip ahead too much, but we can circle back around. It doesn't fully add up to me the fact that Mira is the one saying "Hold, Hold the, the door. door." Yes, like shouldn't yeah Bran say that to like this? This seems like such a weird small thing, and it probably is. But like, yeah. why would Mira saying that have an effect? on Hodor in the past. Like, I kept the, waiting. The only, the only explanation, is, so I thought about this. This is in my notes, actually, because I wanted okay. to talk about this. Uh, the only explanation, and, and it is probably the right explanation. Do I love it? I don't know. But, like, is that Bran being connected to Hodor in the past and connected to, to him, like, basically Bran's body his mind mm-hmm. his him hearing both worlds at the same time is yep. like the bridge into hodor's mind sure uh and and so the the yelling and like you know when uh the old man uh the three-eyed raven tells him like L- go on listen to your friend like he's like allowing those like yeah, I guess. You know, like, that, that to, like, enter into that space in a way. Um, I mean, I, I don't just, know. Like, I just kept waiting for him to say it, like, once. Like, right. that's that's all I think I would have needed for this not to bug me as much. For, yeah, yeah. like, for him to be hearing it from Mira and then say to Hodor in the past, like, hold, hold the door, Hodor, hold the door. Like, with, like, imagine if he, like, said it with, like, a little bit of, like, force. Like, a, yes. just a, like... Yes, man, like just the fact that hers is like somehow filtering through the time and the space. Something about that didn't sit right with me and bugged me. And I think you're exactly right. I don't remember feeling that way the first time. Yeah, it's because it's because of the flux capacitor, dude. (laughs) Yeah, Doc Brown needs to come in here and explain this to us (laughs) for sure. Uh, Uh, We we got a little ahead. Uh, So. The Night King grabs him. Uh, I don't really uh, have a problem with this or like how this is explained. I think for magic, I mean, I don't, I don't love it either. But well, see, this I don't have as big a problem with. Yeah, like, I I'm not a fan. But it's just like, oh, he's marked you now. He can get in. I'm sure. I guess. I don't know. Where I do have the problem here is, uh, Leaf. I think is her name. The is this like main child children. of the forest chick? The main um, children. The main children. <laughs> them children's. Um, gets like this super dramatic drawn out death scene. 
And we've known her for like 40 seconds screen time combined. Yeah. My poor guy Summer gets fucking nothing. It's just like he <laughs> jumps into murked. a pile of bodies and just like, and it's just like gone. And then they spend 20 minutes doing this death scene for this child of the forest. And that's just, that rubbed me the wrong way. Like so hard, Zach. I can't even tell you. I was so pissed off about that <laughs> because you know, I'm a direwolf guy. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Summer's my dude. And I, I, I just did not like that. I'm hung up on the weirdest things this, this, this episode. I've got to tell you, man, I, I don't think I, I would really encourage for our listeners and watchers. If you are not rewatching the show right now, like with this, I am genuinely curious. This episode I held in such high regard the first time I ever watched it. And up until now, and it's so weird because like, I feel like I've watched this season again, but maybe I haven't. I think I've seen this season it's got to be at least twice. This this has to be. The yeah. Third well, time. we would have. Yeah. yeah. We like we we would have watched it yeah. again. Yeah. So. It, it it I don't know, man. Like there's there's something. I think just having some time away from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think that helps. Coming back to it, I think we're looking at it maybe a little more objectively and mm-hmm. less emotionally. And there are just some things in this episode that that I don't super love. Uh, and it's not to say it's a bad episode, right? It's not, no, it's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, we're 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 shooting on this a lot. All that being said, like, it's still a very exciting sequence. It's oh, yeah. very intense. Like, uh, I and think... even Leaf's death is cool. It's <sighs> just it's Leaf. Who cares? The the way like the visual effect they used on the three eyed Raven dying was cool as hell. I was like, oh, that looks sick. Like that's you didn't yeah. like that yeah no it was fine i yeah. thought that was super cool i was i was big into that it was like a thanos snap yeah but it was before that and it was cooler it was like uh, when voldemort got killed and he fucking t- turned into ash which also which was stupid as fuck uh what was the, yeah we did have a conversation about that didn't they like f- meld warp through the castle or something like what did they do they did something real yeah. weird and funny looking in <laughs> they basically movie. like touched tips and they, oh around. yeah they they were always touching tips um it's still a very intense sequence uh i like the three-eyed raven's death uh the the hodor was like his his sacrifice was treated very well with like respect he, he obviously yeah. was like a beloved character of the series for sure to this point um very sad there uh, i just i really was i kept waiting i was like well brand says it too surely like right brand tells him to hold the door surely and it just never came and i was just yeah. a little shocked by that yeah and i also just never came like <laughs> that's just kind of how it felt so Zach hates edging <laughs> well no that would imply that i love edging if i never come oh true yeah sorry <laughs> zach love wait <laughs> i'm confused um yeah really i only i only um i only do it when scott lets me i just scott has to give me permission and then i <laughs> we're just gonna go from warty just... cox to edging this episode what a banger yeah, dude yeah what, what, an a, what, what an actually not banger yeah truly um well not without permission uh so what i really what i really am actually 
looking forward to discussing. Yes. And sorry, this might be a little longer than, you know, normal because not all episodes have this type of material for us to talk about. Um, are some of the implications here and like, like the first time watching this. I mean, can you just like, do you not, I mean, I'm sure you do, but remember like us just sitting in silence for a minute at the end of the episode Mm, and then turning and talking to each other about like, well, what could this mean? Yeah. Like the implications of brands powers, whether they follow through or not, uh, I mean, everything, dude. Everything here, like we we were just so like, what the fuck, dude? Like, right. how does this work? I mean, so we talked about it in the Tower of Joy episode, where the implication of that Bran being able to affect things in the past when he cries out to his father and his father turns, but there was still to that point there was like. The maybe, though, where it's like, well, maybe he Ned did just hear the wind because, you know, that's right. what the Triad Raven tells him. It's like it wasn't truly confirmed, you know, like we could theory, theory, craft and speculate on it all we wanted, but we didn't know for sure the extent of what Bran was capable of. But now here and now after this episode, it's like, no, 100 percent Bran can absolutely affect things in the past. Uh, and possibly even in the present, right? In other places, right? So his powers are potentially wild. Yes. Uh, and the implications of that are crazy, and, and that led to, like you said, just like uh, us going wild with like speculation, basically. And another thing that really stood out to me again, like more so in this episode, was the three-eyed raven. Almost in a in a way like expecting this, yeah. Um, kind when of they're coaxing watching, him into doing right, it, yeah. yeah. Like when we're watching the Hodor scene, and Mira starts yelling, and he goes, "Like go on, like listen to your friend, yeah. Like 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 it's yeah. time. Like you got to do this. Like because why is else? The moment. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? In this moment, do you have to be showing him this again? This scene, yeah. This scene, like, the the fucking cave is coming down around you, my guy. Does he really need to see this scene Odor? right the fuck now? Right. So, obviously, I think he knew. Which uh, would imply that the Three-Eyed Raven can also see the future. Well, maybe, maybe... Not, I, the future, sure. I, I don't think he has the powers to extend... Of the things that Bran can do. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying he can see more though. Like, oh, for sure. Like we don't, we don't ever get any, anything that shows us that Bran can see the future. It's only like that he can see what's happening now and in the past. Do we not? Is there not an implication that he can see the future as well? No. Like no. the idea is that he sees through the trees. Right. Yeah. So they, like. Yeah, there's nothing about anything in the future. I mean, I, I if I'm wrong, right. let me know. But like, yeah. I, that's how I've always thought. So it it does strike me as very strange that the three eyed raven seemed to kind of expect this. Yeah, for sure. Um, because yeah, why why there? Why now? Right. Why are we just watching this, uh, Rickard Stark, and telling one, Ned goodbye? 
one really cool thing, because we know that we have a couple of you all who are watching Game of Thrones for the first time, is like, oh, how do we... Uh, we we might have to... I'm not sure how I'd like to... Maybe don't talk about it. Though. Present this. Because it's not a spoiler, but... Okay, hold on. I, I will cryptically ask you this, Scott. Okay. On the pod. Live. Uh, live. 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 Uh, I don't know why I pinged that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I pinged that. Uh, remember the whole, like, all the theories about, like, Bran influencing the Mad King? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Oh, yeah! That was so sick. That was what was, and we theorized about that before we saw this scene, and when we saw this, we were like sold. We were like, "Oh, dude, like that is absolutely what happened." It was the burn them all thing, right? Yes. Like, we, do you think it's okay that we talk about this? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because we, because we we know what Jamie said. The Mad King said, "Burn them right. all." Was our whole thought process and theory just that? It was Bran talking about burn the White Walkers or burn the army of the dead. That Bran has been trying to... So, okay, so the theory is this. Bran has been... I did forget about this. Oh, it's so good, too. Yeah, I do like this. Uh, Bran has been trying over and over, unsuccessfully, to go back at different pivotal moments in in the past Mm -hmm. to influence the abilities or, like, the... Like, to, I guess to influence, like, the stopping of the White Walkers. Right, right, right. And we all know that the Mad King, uh, the, you know, the person the, the, that was king before uh, King Robert, Bobby yeah, B. Bobby B, my boy. Uh, that he was going to burn his entire city, and he was kind of, like, delusional, and he was kind of right. fucked up and obsessed with fire. And before he died, he he repeatedly was saying, yeah, yeah. "Burn them all." Jamie right. talks about this. Is it? Because uh, yeah, I think our whole thing was. It, it's not so crazy to believe that Bran broke Hodor's mind here, and to where he would only you know basically repeat the hold the door. Uh, is it terribly crazy that Bran you know? would have slightly broken maybe you know not to the same extent of hodor but made the mad king a little crazy and uh, you know or or obsessed with the burning or even if he didn't make him crazy and the mad king just completely missed what bran was trying like sure, he sure, missed, sure. you know what i mean like he he took it uh, into his own like right, interpretation all right. all right so which is such a cool fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. theory, man. God damn, it was I just, love that it shit. was it was fun. Just like like we we said, you know, the possibilities that these episodes unlocked, if you will, was just really fun at the time. Just to like yes. shoot the shit, sit around, and just like, well, what if this? Like, because when when you have a character who can influence the past and essentially time travel. Uh, and affect things past and present. Uh, the possibilities are nearly limitless. So it right. was just whether these things panned out or not, or were like you know super credible or not. It was legitimately just very fun to 
you know, throw shit at the wall and theorize about this stuff at the time. Like that was, yeah. that was amazing. I do yes. miss those days. Truly, man. God, that was something else. All right. I, I will get off this fucking horse. It's yeah. Just, I forgot just about that. That was so fun. I did forget about that. Cause I think there was, I could be wrong, but before this episode, I think the hold the door theory was out there. Mm, maybe not really in particular in relation to like this type of a situation i want to say and again i could be completely misremembering but i want to say there were theories like in the fandom floating around out there about uh hodor somehow being present at the tower of joy and he was supposed to like defend the door there i i could be really mixing things up in my head but interesting i'm pretty sure that was theorized so whoever came up you know well hey some of our listeners still don't truly realize the importance of the tower of joy so let's let's not true fair go into that too much uh anything else you want to say uh about this or about this scene in particular, Zach? No, I mean, I think I think I've I, I, I would just like to close off with saying that, like, I feel like I've been a little harsh on some of yeah, this. And, and, and I, I do not intend that. I still really do enjoy this episode for what it is. OK, what? Um, Let me shit on one more thing real quick. Uh, OK, yeah, please. <laughs> I on just, me, right? On my chest. You wish. I just don't buy Mira being able to escape with Bran dragging him on the sled also. Like, on her own. Like, yeah. how fucking strong is that door, by the way? These dudes literally tunneled through the earth to get in there. And now suddenly, Hodor is just holding them off via this door. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere in a goddamn blizzard. And Mira is a... What is she like? 17, 18 year old girl. Yeah, she's like one hundred and ten pounds, dude. She's like one hundred and ten pounds, soaking wet, and she's dragging a crippled boy on a sled who's vision questing. I just, it's, it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Uh, all that being said, my boy Summer got done dirty. R.I.P. R.I.P. Love him. Uh, but yes, we were maybe a little overly overly harsh about this <laughs> yeah yeah i do like i do genuinely still uh really like this episode or really like many things in this episode yeah um but you guys know what we do here i mean we're watching this with a much more critical eye mm. than like you know first or second or even just casual viewing so i just i just think it it brings our attention to some areas yes. where we're like we should talk about this because that, that is a little strange and i think there have been plenty of things that even under the most the more critical you know i we've been like hey this is even better than we've yeah dude like it, it goes both ways i i yeah. I, I don't think we're just you like know. you <sighs> I, I do like to play both offense and defense uh <laughs> anyway Let's do that thing that we do. It's who be thrown in. Who be Sansa. I'm so glad I got Sansa in her hot fit because she's looking good. Uh, where we last left off, Daenerys was number one. Sansa was number two. Littlefinger was three. John was four, and Cersei was five. 
Uh, Cersei, I'm a feeling some of these are going to stay up here. Yeah, I have a feeling some of them will stay. Cersei was not in this episode. She can come down. Littlefinger Little finger can, can come down. Uh, he mostly just kind of <laughs> basically begs for his life. Uh, does Daenerys all... do enough? I mean, she rides off with the Kalisar at her back. Yeah, but we kind of gave her credit for that last episode. I mean, not much has changed from last episode. I guess. True. Okay. Well, let's let's leave Sansa, Daenerys, and Jon for now. Okay. I think Jon's gonna come off. Honestly, personally, uh, I want to for sure put forward. You know who I'm gonna say, Zach? My fucking guy, Davos Ben Margera. Has, no, not Ben Margera. <laughs> Davos has to make the list. Okay. Davos is rad. He he knows how to politic. He knows how to say the right things. He knows what he's doing. He makes the most sense out of anyone in this goddamn show. Uh, he's the best. Zach is not convinced. <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying, but he doesn't do anything exceptionally good in this episode. He does. He, like, he, they have a plan now. And I feel that's largely, largely, largely thanks to my boy Davos. I think it's largely thanks to John. No, John, we talked about this. John didn't do jack shit in this episode. He kind of okay. just looked listen back and forth between listen, Davos and Sansa. Listen, was like, oh, Linda. I'm listening. Where's they I'm are arguing. Here. <laughs> they are arguing about the big houses. Davos and Sansa. John is the one that says there's like 12 other small houses that equal the size of those big houses. John yeah. is the one that brings that forward. First of all, I call cap uh, for Ooh, John. Fuck off. They, they do not equal those oh, bigger houses. That's what you're saying. Uh, and it wasn't like Davos was like, well, it's not like Davos was against this idea and John was like, no, uh, that's listen. That's also not what I said, but it's not Davos's. You're, you're, you sure are giving John a lot of credit and I'm not against him staying on the list. I'm saying Davos was the mediator here. Davos was the one like getting shit done. It was like, hey, oh, there's other houses. Great. That sounds good. Let's let's do that then. He was So he was agreeing with someone else. So that's that's why he's getting shit done. <laughs> You're the Look, worst. dude, You're not understanding what I'm saying. Okay, the Night King makes the list. Oh, yeah. The Night King killed the Three Eyed Raven. Like that's that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even thinking the Night King, but yeah, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Who else were you thinking? We'll put a pin in, in them and come back to the other. Well, I was. I said it jokingly, but I was. Wondering if we should consider Euron. Absolutely not. I. Bam Margera can. Where's Summer? I want to put Summer on. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you okay with that? I'm what okay about? That. What if we replace Sir Pounce with Summer? No, we tried that. Remember, Sir Pounce stays always and forever. What about okay. Cracklin Oatbrand? Surely that's, he has to make the list. That's, yeah, I mean. Wait, do we put Hodor? Oh, we probably should put Hodor. 
on the episode titled The Door. <laughs> I'll have to find Hodor. Um, also, uh, remember, we have those ironclad rules that we never, ever break, Zach. And I think that uh, one of them says if you kill a White Walker, you don't make the list, right? Because Mira killed the White Walker. So she does not make the list. That was the rule, right? That she that she's not gonna make <laughs> the list. I'm pretty sure it was very opposite to no, what no, you're no, saying. No, 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 sure. no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty. Dude, I sure. always forget that Mira kills a White Walker. I, 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 I don't think that's canon. So. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let me find Hodor here. Okay. Because I, I sit in uncomfortable silence. Sit in uncomfortable silence. Uh, he should make the list. He genuinely should. Yeah. What's wild, dude, is like one of the things we talked about, and I know that like really struck a chord with me was if if Hodor is like like he he has a developed brain enough to like understand conversation. Yeah. So like he's he's cognitive. He just he can't speak. Right? Like Right. So like so how much was he aware of like that, what was going to yeah, happen? Yeah, dude. Like has he just been living his whole life like right. knowing like, that that this is what his life is, is going to come to? Like super fucking Oh up. my yeah, yeah. god, dude. That's heart-wrenching, bro. Yeah, it truly I love is. that you're just doing live cropping and editing cropping. <laughs> on yeah, our listen, fucking I, That's YouTube what I do, video. buddy. That's what I fucking do. <laughs> is this your first rodeo, my guy? Hell yeah, Hodor. Alright. Hodor's gonna make the list. He's got giant's blood in him. <laughs> your favorite fucking scene. Daenerys got her props for her being at the head of the Kalasar last episode. I am Yeah, but in this episode she no. also has no, no, no. she also has Yara Citizens and arrest. Uh, Theon sailing to go oh, team up with her. Fuck off. Dan Dan Daenerys is not making the list this week. There are too many good candidates. She got her props last week for leading this horde. Oh this god Kalisar. forbid somebody in a good position stays on the list twice. Exactly my point. Um Ed became Lord Commander. He should Fuck make no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Ed became Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He needs to make the list. Scott, I swear to fucking God. Varys man. called out hypocritical religious bullshit. He should make the list. <laughs> Braun had a really Leaf funny sacrifice herself. Really for- funny line that was cut. Uh he should make the list. Um. Yeah, now let me see you clean up this mess you just made. <laughs> Zach realizing I'm realizing what a fucking mess I've made for myself. Do you want to consider any of the... I know you said Bam. Do you really want to consider Yara Theon or Bam? I mean, I think Danny is in a better position than any of them. Okay, Fuck your position thing. You know we don't strictly go by that. Is this you really she, are yeah, acting like this ha- is the first ha- time you've ever done Who Be Thrown In? She didn't have a great episode. 
Daenerys? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She simped for Jorah. You, you are actually the worst. She, like, forgave Jorah, who's an asshole. He's not an asshole. He's just He's kind gross. of an asshole. He's not an asshole. Well, yeah, I guess actually after my description of him today. Yes. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. God, uh, man, that still fucking weirds me out. Hold on. What about Arya? Oh, she's still blind. Am I sure I should fix that? Uh, I don't think Arya did enough, man. I don't think so either. I, I agree with you. She's real bad at spying. <laughs> she's so bad at it. It's like, it's like she just got her sight back or something. That She's like... <laughs> Like, what are you guys doing? Are you guys talking? You want me to watch that? Okay. Um, fucking hell. Okay, seriously, though, how many fucking people are on here? Okay. This is a mess. This is an absolute clusterfuck. So who, let's, let's just start placing. Does the Night King go one? Does Hodor go one? Hodor goes one. Sure, I'll shake to that. Whatever, what the fuck ever. <laughs> Night Scott. King goes. Night King goes too. Scott cares so much. So uh, yeah, the the sanctity of who be thrown in is. Yeah, very but did he have a particularly good episode, or is yes! it just his position? <laughs> fuck off, bitch. <laughs> what did he? I hate All you right. so give me, much. Give me a good scene that he's in. He literally killed, like, one of his greatest rivals. Is Why do I you mean, think the Three-Eyed Raven has been doing all these years, but working directly against the Night King? Well, the show doesn't tell us that. Oh, my God. It's not canon. He should probably be one, if we're being real. Uh... Nah. But I'm I'm here for Hodor being one. So they're one and two. I don't think John makes this list. Like dead serious. And you know I love Ed John. Ed does not make this list. Ed absolutely is Lord Commander and <laughs> and makes this list. Brand goes three. This is how we need to do this. We just need to start whittling. Br- there's no way Brand doesn't make this list. His powers yeah, are crazy. Three. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. Varys was a joke. Varys can come off. <laughs> does not make the list. Yeah, so does Ed. No, that I'm kind of serious about, Loki. Yeah, I don't agree I'm with it. Kind even a of little serious bit. about that one. He's the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. For all the good it fucking does him. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh Davos and Sansa. There there are our last two. Are we for, oh, did you are we just fucking the Iron Islands? <laughs> yeah, fuck the okay. Iron Islands. Uh, fair Iron. enough. Sansa, because she had a really good scene with Littlefinger. Sansa Finger. above either of the other two, for sure. Yeah. But I, I vote John over Davos. I, I agree. I'll shake to Sansa because I think her scene with Littlefinger was very powerful and good for her. And uh, she made those sick wolf outfits, so big ups for her. Uh, John doesn't do shit. Like, I love John, but your, your argument for him is terrible. Absolute Your garbage. argument for Davos is terrible. It's, it's not, I'm just terrible at. Articulating? Exp- articulating. You mean <laughs> yes, having an argument? Thing. Yes, that exact thing. Listen. Uh, 
you're usually very good at Sansa. By I know, the way. I know. It's because it's nine a.m. Um, <laughs> they, Sansa and John would not know what the fuck to do right now if not for Davos. Tell me how. Because he is the one that kind of successfully like navigated what they were thinking and like mediated their discussion and got them on the right track and was like, hey, this is what we need to do. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go do it. You said a lot there, but didn't say shit. You noticed that, huh? Uh, John, okay, my whole argument is John didn't do dick. Your, your thing about... Hey guys, hey guys, idea. there are other northern houses. No shit, Sherlock, there are other northern houses. If it's that obvious, then tell me why the fuck Sansa or Davos were not talking about them until John brings it up and they go, oh, okay, you're right. Well, um, because Davos is not from the north. Mm. And you're right, maybe Sansa should come off. She should have thought of that. No. <laughs> she should have oh, thought of that. No. Ergo, she comes off, and Ed is the Lord Commander. He goes for. You stand oh, oh, for Davos way too hard, dude. The Blackfish got a mention. My oh. fucking guy. Oh, he, he needs to go on top of Sir Pounce. Ed, never mind. That joke's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Dude, you're... Do we just want to do rock, paper, scissors for this last... Are we forgetting anyone? Uh, Other than Euron. Fuck that guy. We're not forgetting him. We're purposefully omitting him. Uh, See, I would lean... I would lean more Yara because Euron got a bunch of ships stolen out from under him and is a damn idiot. Yeah, but he's now a king. All right, fine. Forget the Iron Islands. Scott, you are just too big of a Davos stan. I'm also a huge John stan, so that doesn't that doesn't hold a lot of weight. You're you can't even say that without smiling because you know you're full of shit. Nah, nah, bro. Nah, bro. I love them both. Equally? More or less. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dude, Rock, I paper, don't know. scissors, me. Uh, Alright, here, pick a number one through ten. Don't you fucking try and <laughs> Scooby Doo me on this, you <laughs> asshole. Absolutely not. Alright, we're doing this, huh? One, two, three, shoot. Okay. Go on, shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. <laughs> What what did you put up? I put up rock. No, you didn't. I didn't actually do anything because you just fucking went. One, One two, okay. three, no. shoot. Will you let me go? Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> One, two, three, shoot. Got him. <laughs> Scott, you put your hand under. The I realized, camera yes, and but I swear, I swear, I did paper. I swear, I did paper. I swear, I did paper. You're disqualified. John makes the list. That's who be thrown in, y'all. I swear, I did paper. No, 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 no. It's Davos. Hey, you know what I just realized? 
Is that you're a I fucking have, cheater? Well, that, but I have control, and there ain't shit you can do about it. <laughs> I'll edit it in post. Yeah, you won't. You'll fucking forget. I'm, I'm gonna fucking do that it. That is be thrown in. It does make me you. sad for John not to make it. I love John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. That's who be thrown in for this week. Uh, once again, for those counting at home and for those in the spreadsheet, Scott, that's you. Uh, Davos at five, Sansa at four, Cracklin Oatbrand at three, The Night King at two, and Hodor at number one. Oh, what a list, Zach. I'm glad we could come to an agreement. <laughs> I'm glad we got that all ironed out and put away. What's your rating for this episode, buddy boy? I think I'm going to give this episode a seven. I'm going to go 6.5. It's the same as you gave last week. Is it? I think you're right. Yeah. Uh yeah, I had had some bigger problems with it on this watch than I think I did before, but the the theory crafting was very fun around it and and I don't think there's anything that's like real bad about it. So, you know, that's that's good. That's fine. Cool. Zach's <laughs> so fucking salty at me. Right I now. fucking hate you so much. He hates me. <laughs> But I love you guys. Yes. You fucking, you listeners, you watchers, unless you side with Scott. No, they know I'm right. They no, know they, they know I'm that right. you're a piece of shit. Uh, listen, guys, we love you guys and appreciate you for listening and watching. Uh, as always, go hit us up on the Instagram and Twitter at We Don't Want a Pod. And I haven't asked in a long time, but uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you have not done so already, we would very much appreciate a nice little review uh, or a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. But the reviews uh, really do help on Apple specifically. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, especially if you're new here. Uh, That definitely goes a long way. And, you know, I I think I'm tired of saying all the, the, the... creator shit you know all the youtube mumbo jumbo we love you guys and we'll see you next time